0: the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the father's only son, full of grace and truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Christ. Merry Christmas, and welcome especially to our guests, our visitors, our families and friends. If you're visiting here for the first time, welcome. First time in a long time, welcome. We've been preparing for three weeks and a few hours to have our hearts opened in such a way that we could receive these words, these scriptures today, to receive this great mystery of our faith, A God, who always existed, never had a beginning or an end, chose to become one of us. He chose to share our life. He chose to come and to dwell among us. And we celebrate this day today with such great joy. Holy Mother Church provides four Mass settings for this day of Christmas. The Mass, the Vigil Mass yesterday afternoon, the Mass at night, the Midnight Mass, a Mass at dawn, and now today this Mass during the day. And each Mass has its own prayers and its own set of readings. And as those readings are proclaimed, and when the lectionary, when the scriptures are read in mass, it's a proclamation, it's an exhortation, it's a reality coming to us that the events being described are really being unfolded before us, and that in this liturgical mystery... we are are invited and expected to enter into the mystery which is being proclaimed. Not simply hearing a story from a history book. But again, this liturgical mystery that we enter into the reality that we celebrate. And if we go back to yesterday's, the, the morning Mass, the Sunday Mass, we had in the Gospel that Annunciation to our Blessed Mother, where the angel went to her and told her God's plan. And then the first Mass of Christmas yesterday was the Annunciation to Joseph, where he was given the certainty of God's plan. And then last night we hear about them finding a place, no place to rest, so they had to go to the stable. And then the shepherds given the message that the time had come. And earlier this morning, we hear about the shepherds' journey. How they wanted to see what had been proclaimed. They wanted to see this message laid out in front of them. That what the angels told them, they wanted to see. So they went in haste. And they encountered Mary and Joseph and the Christ child. And then they returned, praising and glorifying God. Those four masses, those four encounters, give us a beautiful entry into the reality of what we're celebrating. And then we get these great scriptures this day. The first reading from Isaiah. It's almost like a a glimpse into the future. Isaiah is telling them about the comfort that the Lord would bring that the good news is being proclaimed, that your our God is king, that the Lord has b- bared his holy arm in the sight of all the nations, and the ends of the earth will behold. This great prediction, this prophecy, that the ends of the earth, and not just the small chosen people, would behold the glory of God. And then the letter to the Hebrews reminds us that God had spoken to us in formal times, with various ways, meaning the prophets, the priests, the scriptures, the traditions. But today, the word is given to us. And the gospel, John helps us to take away any doubt about what that one word is. That the word is God how beautiful and powerful this prologue to St. John's Gospel. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. But just the way he starts in the beginning is the same way that the entire Bible begins. So John is unfolding for us a new creation story or a completion of the creation story, or a new way to look at the creation story. that What happened in real time with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and all the patriarchs, we see what was happening. John tells us, all things came to be through that word, that nothing came to be without him, And what came was life. The word of God that was spoken, that spoke all creation into existence is life. And then he goes on to tell us that that word, the word, the only word of God, took on flesh. The word became flesh and dwells among us. One interpretation would be he tabernacles among us, with an intentional use of that word, because that was the word that described the tent, the ark, the tabernacle, the dwelling place of God and the chosen people. And it's for that reason why we use that same word to describe our tabernacle here, because that same word that was there from the beginning, that same word that is God, that same word that through whom all things came to be, that word who took flesh and dwelt among us in that manger and that stable, that word is here. He is here, and he dwells, He tabernacles among us. And how beautifully John goes on to say, that the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. That true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. That light, that word of God, enlightens everyone. This is the answer. This is the key to our lives, to all the problems in the world all the problems in our hearts, the light of Jesus Christ. He is the answer. And he desires to dwell with us. This is what we're celebrating. That that long history between the Garden of Eden and the birth of Jesus was never supposed to be that the sin that entered the world, that brought division, that brought the darkness, was never supposed to be. That God's desire was and is and always will be to dwell with you. To be with you. To bring the light and the life that only comes from him to you. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. Another translation, though, is the night, the darkness cannot understand it. It cannot understand it. It's not so easy, and it's easy to be misdiagnosed. It's easy to be discounted and pushed away. It's easy to settle for how things are, to think that this is just what I'm supposed to be, and how I'm supposed to be and what things are supposed to be. We forget that we're made to share the divine life. And so Christ comes to us today to remind us that those of us who do accept it, He gave power He gave power to become children of God to those who believe in his name. That's possible for each one of you. That Christ comes into this world to share his life, to give his life so that each one of you can become a child of God. And it's not by human choice or natural generation or by anyone's decision but of God the letter to the Hebrews tells us that the word of God is alive and it's active this word is coming alive in our midst today we spent these weeks preparing to encounter this word of God this morning to remind you of what your destiny is and who you're called to be and who God thinks you are, that you're worthy of His Son and you're worthy to become a son and daughter of God. We know, each one of us, knows the power of the darkness and how easily it is to become convinced That the lies of the world are the truth. That there's an ulterior reality that's been proposed. That seems to be the way things are. And so we need this celebration. We need this encounter with the living, active, powerful word of God to remind us of the truth. In the beginning, God had a plan. And for a little while, that plan was thwarted. But Christ never gave up. God never gave up. And in the fullness of time, God was born of a woman so that we could be set free and never live under the tyranny of darkness and doubt and fear, and anxiety, and confusion, and chaos. Yes, those things will be a, a, a present in our life, but they don't have to be our God. They don't have to be our ordering principle that we can surrender humbly. And those other Gospels that we've heard this weekend, the angel says time and time again, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. It's easy to construct our own worldview, to build our own little kingdoms, and to operate within that reality. We can control what comes in and what goes out, We can control what information we receive and information we don't. We can block the things that upset us or disagree with us. It's easy, but it's a prison. Today, Christ wants to set you free. He wants you to hear these words, He wants you to believe these words. He wants to make you a child of God. This is why he was born in that stable, while he was laid in that feeding trough, while as he grew and suffered so many insults, so much embarrassment, while he allowed himself to be taken to the cross and laid in the tomb. He did it for you. Christ wasn't just born in that manger 2,000 years ago. If you let him, he'll be born in your heart every day. Christ, the light, the life, is inviting you into a life-changing relationship. Many people rejected him when he was walking on the earth. Many people reject him even today. And once again, he comes to you with an open heart, with open arms, inviting. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Say yes. Say yes to a life with Jesus. Say yes to life.